Bonjour and bienvenue. Hello and welcome to the Conjure South Spellcast Podcast, the only conjuring podcast providing royal, intellectual, and traditional hoodoo root work and divination, a space highlighting the cultural traditions of hoodoo and an invitation to all other spiritual systems from around the world. I am your host, Queen Cotalia, the hoodoo queen of the Imperial Court Milnermentos de la Ponte. I am joined by my magical co-host, the Madame Aphrodite and the Urban Alchemist. Today's episode brings a focus on developing spiritual gifts, abilities, and skill sets. We will then provide divination, custom spiritual work to our calling clients to rectify matters within love, money, and many other life matters. Je répète, bienvenue to Conjure South Spellcast Podcast. Bonjour, 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 c'est la reine Cotalia, la reine du. It is me, Queen Cotalia. I am so excited to be here with my amazing magical co-host, Gerald, the Urban Alchemist, and Le Madame Afro Aphrodite. How are y'all doing today? Awesome. Doing really well. Bonjour. Bonjour. Comment ça va? So I know that we are um, recording today on Monday. So how was your weekend, Madame Aphrodite? Uh, it was amazing. I had a very lovely experience at Conjure South uh, with the seance this past weekend. So I'm still floating off of that and seeing floating stuff too. So I, it's going good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And Erin Alchemist, how was your weekend? I had a very relaxed weekend. I heard about the shenanigans at Contra South, so I'm thankful for my relaxed weekend because it sounds like it was a little different yes. in that neck of the woods. Yes, it absolutely was, but it was absolutely beautiful. Um, you know, here at Contra South, we will be having the um, Societe de Prix, which is a society of spirits that I will be leading. And so this up in, this past weekend, we had the, um, I literally was doing medium sittings and sessions um, from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. actually. Wow. And it's a marathon. So, <laughs> yes, a marathon. Yeah. A psychic marathon. And um, so we had amazing um experiences and people found closure and healing and a variety of things. And yes. the last seance of the evening, we had a particular sitter that's what you would what you would call someone who's sitting in the in the um in their seance in the circle and she came in ready to tussle her ancestors was ready to they chose violence on 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 saturday <laughs> evening and um capital v yes with a capital v and listen it was um it, it was very interesting so of course, having and and creating a circle is is one thing, but it's another thing when you begin to see paranormal activity and a variety of those things. So we had spoons going around tea china, we had <laughs> eye touches flipping off of flat surface tables for no particular what? reason. We had um, china breaking. We also ended up um, finding shadows through mirrors, which I took pictures of and posted on Instagram. And yesterday when I came back into the shop to close these circles in mm. which uh, we had opened, we discovered that the light fixtures outside were flipped upside down. 
No, wow. baby, they disrespectful. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Did you tell them you break, you buy? Um, I told them that um, if they do not um, wish to come back and to be killed, um, again, if you would like okay. to be a um, double, twice-baked ancestor, mm. I'm going to need you not to be um, tearing up this very fresh new shop. Um, double and, homicide. Yes, indeed. Double <laughs> homicide. <laughs> yes, I like a twice baked potato, but I don't know about twice baked ancestor. Well, you know, <laughs> especially don't a ratchet it, one. <laughs> said, don't knock it till you try it, as they say. <laughs> and so, um, it was just a really beautiful experience all the way around. But I will just say for those that are like, oh my gosh, I would love to experience this. Well, this will be a regular thing here. It will be a regular thing, not just in the shop, but also regular um, virtually. So you will have the ability to come through um, virtually and open circle with us and hold circle with us as well. Um, so, yeah, it was an incredible weekend and I look forward to the next. The, I mean, it's if if this was the the first of many and, and, it, and the weekend can go like this, I, I will. I mean, honestly, I can honestly say that I felt more like myself. Mm -hmm. Because it was my first gift. I, I my first gift was a gift of death and, and sight of death. And so um being able to just be in that space, because people don't come in and they're always at they, they, they want, oh, I want to read a card read, I want a card reading, because that's what right. they think. But um I think we need to just make it a little bit more clear that this is also a service mm -hmm. that can um be held here. So yeah. So Absolutely. there's that. But um I also heard so many great, so many great things about the last or the first podcast. Have y'all heard any great comments or any feedback from your followers? Well, um, a lot of my followers on my Instagram, they said that it was very informative and they absolutely loved it. The energy was amazing and they look forward to hearing more troops and they absolutely love hearing um, you know, your knowledge and also, you know, a tarot reading with work as well. They said they absolutely love that. Oh, splendid. Yes. Yeah, that's a killer combo. Like we love substance here and for people to experience not just a reading, but readings with people with expertise and then to get work on top of it. So it's like right. you get a take home activity, homework, if you will. That's just something you don't find every day. So I'm all of my... um people that I've interacted with said they love it. And I can't wait to see some more readings. And I work know. <laughs> and I mean, if, if, if they small, they'll get like a little composition notebook and be writing down some of these, you know these workings that's, you know, being put out there. I mean, I do believe the first episode we did mention documentation. Absolutely. Visit that local dollar store. I keep them in business. <laughs> Although they charge more than a dollar now. Did y'all know that? It was a dollar. They, they raised their prices. <laughs> I, I almost had a fit in the cash out line yesterday, y'all. No lie. Mm -mm. <laughs> I had to look for quarters. Absolutely not. <laughs> False advertisement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, deception. <laughs> yes. So this a topic this evening is going to bring our focus to um, developing spiritual abilities. And I thought this was a really important topic to have mm -hmm. 
Because you see it all the time um, on social media. Everyone talks about, oh my gosh, how do I open my third eye? I want to open my pediatric gland and all of these different situations. Yes. (laughs) Is there a question? Pediatric. Yes. The pediatric gland right in the middle. Your your pine needle gland. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, so you want to know how to open the the pine needle, your pediatric and in all these different situations. And I want to become more um, sciatic. And I'm like, um, well, my baby, I I don't know about this. I don't know if you can become sciatic. Well, listen, I'm just being silly. I mean, I want to be psychic and all of these different things. Y'all listen. So it is. And so I see these things and people really go heavy and go hard on these. Well, I want to be, I want to be, I want Mm -hmm. to be. And how can I become, how can I become? And so I thought it would be ideal to have a discussion about spiritual development and really what that is. If you are really wanting to develop, are you developing? Mm -hmm. So let's sort of get into that whole thing about spiritual development. The first thing that I want to bring up to speed is when people want to say they want to develop spiritual gifts let's talk about gifts um understanding that you have one space which is spiritual um abilities which are spiritual gifts but then you also have your spiritual um experiences and then there are spiritual skills Okay, so you have spiritual abilities, which falls into the space of gifts, psychic ability, conjuring abilities. Um, Those are are, are where you're going to find those innate, natural, inherited. Okay. Inherited spiritual gifts and and abilities. And then you have spiritual experiences. Well, what is a spiritual experience? So this is what really confused people. You will mm-hmm. see that people say all the time, I'm a medium. I'm a medium. I'm like, mm, baby, maybe more like a small or maybe, you know, because I know that I'm a large, <laughs> so I'm a medium. Yes, indeed. You know, and so... Avanti or Grande. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so um, call me Ariana. Right. <laughs> so um, so when when we're looking at the things of like, I hear people all the time going, well, I'm a medium, I'm a medium, I'm a medium. And so I asked them, what do you mean by you are a medium? Because right. I think I know what they're saying, but I want mm-hmm. them to tell me what they're saying so I can educate them on what they actually are Um meaning and they'll go well because my grandmother came to me in my dreams or my granddad or my sister who transitioned or my Mm -hmm. uncle who transitioned and that my loves if you are interacting with your ancestors this is not a spiritual gift this is a spiritual experience any living being breathing being actually will have some type of um experience with those that have crossed over now whether you know it or not it is what it is. So they're trying to communicate. They're, they may show up in a dream. They may mm-hmm. show your um, signs, any of those things. This is just a strictly a spiritual experience. This is not a gift. Mm-hmm. But then you do have spiritual gifts like, and let me make this part clear. You have psychic gift. And when I say psychic gifts, I mean, these are things like being psychic. You have um, being a medium being a um, prophet, 
um, dreaming true. These are like some of your psychic abilities. And then, you know, people want to go into the whole situation. Oh, no, 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 no. I am clairaudient. I am clairsentient. I am clairhustable. I am Sinclair, <laughs> you know, all of these different clairs. And I'm like, my baby, the closest thing you are is probably Clairol, you know. <laughs> but, but, but... That is also okay because everything has its purpose. Right. um, We may need a little touch up. So um, (laughs) with with all of that being said, you do have these particular spiritual abilities. So when we're looking into these spiritual abilities, like the psychic abilities or the ability to conjure, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, and I'm going to say this again, and this is going to probably upset some people, but I understand that truth and facts sound like hate to those that hate truth and facts. You have to be born with the anointing to conjure, okay, in order to conjure hoodoo or obia or cunning work or I Ching mm-hmm. or strega or whatever the situation be. You have to be born magical in order to access magic. See, a lot of people are practitioners of magic, but they right. are not necessarily magical, which is a different thing. And again, I will say that's not a negative thing. I'm not trying to tick-tock clock you. I'm just letting you know hey. how the truth of this is. What you mean to say is that um, psychic is to clear all as conjurer is to Maybelline because you got to be born with it. And you oh. do. And you, and you do. <laughs> I'm starting to understand. Yes, I'm starting. It's all becoming clearer now. Okay. <laughs> Very clear. So, um, so with that being said, um, this is, this is just the truth of the matter. And I don't say this because of what I feel. Remember, I grew up in this. I am mm. the queen of my lineage. I grew up with 12 other individuals that I saw These people had these gifts, not these gifts, all of these gifts, and some didn't even get a gift for Christmas. So my thing is, it was just really, really clear how these things worked. Now, all these orphan aunties out here. Yes, yes, indeed. So, Annie, are you okay? Um, and so, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> so, when we are talking about these these things here, and people are saying, "I want to um, develop these things," mm-hmm. well, the truth is, you cannot develop anything that you do not have. You cannot develop anything you do not have. I made this statement many times before: a cat doesn't make a lion, a fish doesn't make a shark, and a bird doesn't make an eagle. Okay, no matter how much a pigeon dress like an eagle, walk like an eagle, practice like an eagle, when it comes down to doing the things that an eagle does, it never will be able to. And that's not to shade the pigeon. It is just the natural order of the world. It doesn't make the pigeon less than, it just makes it different. And again, I repeat, je répète, your differences make you valuable. So I I have to always say that because I never want anyone to leave this podcast feeling less than. So I want you to more so look inside of what you actually are with truth and find the value in that, okay? So with that being said, um, People say, I want to develop 
these gifts. I want to develop these gifts. Mm. Well, again, you can't develop something you don't have. So right. we really want to say, or what I would have to tell them, well, what you're really asking is, how do I become a psychic? How do I become a medium? How do I become this? How do I become? Well, you can't. Now, if you are innately, naturally, inherently um, this type of way, or you do have mm. these gifts, but you did not grow up in a space to cultivate these right. gifts, then it's not that you need to develop them, but you need to strengthen that muscle. Mm-hmm. So it was sense. really, how do I strengthen this muscle? I, I I hear people all the time. I know I got gifts. I know I got gifts, but I don't know what they are. Then baby, you don't. Okay. If you're seeing things, then you know that you see things. If you're hearing things, then you know that you hear things. You can't say that you know that you have gifts, but you don't know what they are. Unless you are speaking in that space of what title am I going to use? Like all of the Claire's. You know, and all of those things. And that's a whole nother situation. So I, I do want to just um to to bring to bring that part up. Now, I, I did bring up a couple of different spaces of spiritual abilities, mm-hmm. like your psychic abilities, like being psychic. So right. you may be psychic, which means that you have the ability to see present, past future and you may see this you may see this in a dream you may see this while you are awake you may have a very strong clear knowing of things right even. now do not get confused with intu- intuition which is something different this is that visceral um nudge that everybody has Everybody has intuition and everybody has a spirit of discernment. Now, whether or not you decide to acknowledge that is on you, but that is not a gift. That is also natural. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, it it is no different than um, there was one hypersensitive horse in a herd that can sense danger three, four, five miles away. Okay. That's mm-hmm. the that's the psychic pony, my little something pony. Right. Something okay? right. Something in this milk ain't <laughs> clean, my baby. So now when that horse responds and he or she takes off, all the other horses begin to run. And it's because they understand, and that is that intuition, like, yes, this is danger. This right. isn't we're gonna go jogging. Let me knock out these keto calories of the day. No, they're like, <laughs> this is there, there is something wrong. Everyone has that but then you also have the space of being a medium a medium this is an individual that actually connects to and is pretty much a conduit between this world and the next this does not mean that you have the ability to summon a spirit you are not a necromancer this does not mean that you can dispel and to eliminate a spirit this only means that you have um connected your line you are a connection between the two worlds you are able to communicate they may speak to you they may show you things and you are just the mouthpiece for them that's it Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, another spiritual um, psychic ability is being a prophet. And I and I will tell yeah. people this, when I am speaking to these particular psychic abilities, I am speaking in the um, 
African diaspora and the way yeah. that I know them to be, and, and specifically my family's lineage. Okay. Um, so I want to make that clear. And mm-hmm. then we also have the space of being a prophet. A prophet is one that does not have um, dreams of just people, but these mm-hmm. are worldly issues. These oh. is, you know, there's a whole pandemic coming. Mm-hmm. Um, here is a tsunami about to go down in um, Africa town. Like it's, it's all kind of yeah. those things. Their worldly matters are large. These, okay. th- this is that that vision that, reshapes history mm-hmm. um, beyond your life you will you will prophesize this and that's what that is you so they've been very busy lately i'm sure very it's a lot I of mean, world events <laughs> you know i mean i will have to say i prophesized mm-hmm. the the pandemic in july six months before it happened mm-hmm. um however that was not a gift of mine until my gourmet transition and passed that along mm-hmm. i did not have that until then so i that that gift is fresh like 2019 fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also have like dreaming true. And this is where right. you do have dreams and they are um, actual visions. They, they happen as you see them. And this yeah. is, and this is again, an inherited ability. Cause I guarantee you, if you dream true, your mama or your grandmama's dream, dream true. Mm-hmm. And, and her mother or her grandmother or grandfather dreamt true. And that's just how it is. And those are an eight inherited abilities. Mm-hmm. And again, that's, these are things that you can strengthen. But then we need to talk about skills. Oh. Because a lot of people confuse skills with ability. So skills mm-hmm. are like divination. Mm-hmm. Where anybody can learn a divination system, Hello. And you can de- you can you can develop and and you can obtain the method, but you also can develop that skill set or like being an herbalist, like a root work. What you hearing, Madam Aphrodite? Oh, I just heard a, like a squeaking noise. I ain't know what it was. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, the spirits want to tussle today. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So there's that. Um, Urban Alchemist, I, I do know that you are, you know, you are like the tarot roll dog of 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 this of this group here. You know, you you've researched, you you know tarot better than anybody probably here. So my question to you is what tips, and I necessarily haven't given tips to people in regards to developing or to strengthening their psychic abilities, which I may get to at the end of the, of the, of the segment, but what's, what things can people do to strengthen or develop their divination abilities? Ooh, that's a great question. There are um, multiple things you can do. Um, from just a skill level, as you mentioned, you can start to learn symbols and symbology. And I'm not talking about in the surface superficial way that everybody talks about, like really look at symbols and cards and find out what they mean, as Queen would say, to you. Right. To you. Because people get in the habit of getting like, Queen, let's say academic, reading books and and memorizing meanings and learning stuff by rote. Mm -hmm. But a fish doesn't necessarily mean what it means in the book. You know, we talk about our blood lineage, we talk about our Mm. ancestors and how they communicate. So 
in the hoodoo context, fish means something very specific. But just look at the symbols. And I always like to encourage people to go deeper. Right. Deeper. It's like there's a surface meaning, but it's like fish. What does a fish mean? Well, fish, like they live in water and that's emotions. But it's like, when did you eat fish growing up? And what happened? Was it Fish Friday? Like, I grew mm-hmm. up Catholic. So during Lent, we would eat fish on Friday. Like, that has a meaning to you and it's more meaningful to you. So when mm-hmm. you're looking at cars and things, they're striking a, a deep chord within you. And that's the. So when I want to say look deeper, there's a skill side to that. But then, like Queen mentioned, there's a gift or an ability, which a lot of people aren't getting now. They're like, oh, I'm just going to do tarot. It's like, People do Reiki, they do tarot, and they're all like quick hustles. And they think they're things you just do just because, mm-hmm. and you can make money. It's like, y'all, if y'all only knew. So like getting into the gift side of it, the ability, like the innate ability is having that spectrum of emotions and, and recognizing and knowing which ones they're pulling on to understand the communication that's coming forward through them. So like when I read cards and I see, I'm just going to pull a random one. Okay, I just, I pulled one, Nine of Swords. People may be focused on that um, person laying up in bed and being worried and having angst, but are you paying attention to that quilt? Hmm, I have a quilt behind me right now. Why is that coming up? Right. Mm-hmm. How did this quilt come about? It came about from me watching my grandmother and people in my family crochet. And then I desired to do it one day. So I went and bought yarn. I spent hours laboring to put it together and mm-hmm. stitch it just like ancestors did generations before. So maybe it's not just about agony or pain. Maybe it's about the circumstances surrounding your blood lineage. Ooh, generational trauma. Ooh, Touché. things that you've inherited. Ooh, that's how you read tarot. So there's a skill level, memorizing and stuff, but there's also letting things speak to you on a deep level. There's the ability to associate things. And right. that's when you get into the nitty gritty, the heart of tarot reading. But see, I, I, I love that too, because Im, like immediately I think, okay, so you do have the meaning, but then you have this space of how does it relate to you personally, mm-hmm. your lineage, all of those things. But then I even think to myself, what are the historical contexts of these swords during this time period? Yeah. The fish during this time period right. of the creation of this card. Um, what, who, and, and this is something else too that a lot of people don't put, I don't think any effort into, but the tarot was a, is, not even was, is a European form of divination. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it started in Europe, okay? So the thing about that is, and I did not say all card reading started in Europe. Mm-hmm. Let that sit in, let that echo throughout the ether. Because people be like, oh no, she said that card readings began in Europe. Nope. <laughs> I said tarot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said tarot began in, in Europe. And you will see that in Italy. And if I'm not mistaken, and possibly France and maybe mm-hmm. urban alchemist, um, urban alchemist, you can correct me if, if I am incorrect um, with that. But well, the thing, like, yes, the origins are mysterious and card reading as we know it began in Europe. Um, the Visconti Sforza deck. And there's actually two decks. I'm not going to go all into that, but 
Mm-hmm. There's two decks that it's formed from, but the origins come from different places. So learning the history, like you write, like you say, Queen is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. because if you look at the tarot, it has like finxes in it. Well, clearly those are not in Europe, mm-hmm. right? You know, and so right. it, it it pulls different things. So it's important for you to even look into those cards and go, what is the historical context of these sphinxes? What is right. the historical context of the of the what is the 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 um uh-oh the, uh, yes with the medical thing and mm-hmm. and understanding those those um those images and what they actually represent and why that is. Right. You know, like in my mind, someone going, I don't know, but I feel that I should supposed to be called to voodoo. And but you know you pull this card with I don't know what that little medical snake thing is, but <laughs> but I but what I do know is Papa Nabalawedo and Papa Aidewedo are literally the two serpents mm-hmm. in the Radanision, and I now see that Papa Nabalawedo, Mama Aidewedo, is here or is he, or at least present in this time. Mm, you know, and so right. it's important to be able to recognize those things. What about these color correspondences? Ooh. You know, it's, it's all of those things. And this Bill's skill set, you don't right. have to be, oh, no, <laughs> I can't come to know to know these things. But um, Madam Aphrodite, what mm-hmm. would you say in regards to either building skill or either strengthening abilities? surrounding this particular topic what would you say um well when it comes to like strengthening skill set um i can i'll speak more so from a um ifa standpoint even with ob divination um it's the misconception that a lot of people think like oh it's it's a psychic ability you know when you do ob divination and it's not like you're literally learning you know, what it means just as tarot, you know, um, mm-hmm. the female side, the male side, if it's dark, if it's light, you know. Um, so the main thing to do is, you know, basically what Urban Alchemist said and what you also said as well, like you have to research, like you have to look at them, like you can't just pick it up and say, oh, well, it's rain on this card, girl, you gonna have a bad day. Don't go one one tomorrow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you need to see if, like if it's, you know, emotional, if it's turmoil, like it's so many other things that can go into that. So um, when it, you know, when it comes to skill set, I just recommend you keeping notes, you know, um, really studying your cards. And I think uh, another huge misconception I wanted to speak on really quickly is the fact that a lot of people think that once you become so, um, I guess like good at tarot readings, they think that skilled at tarot reading, they think that they're psychic and you're not. Hold on. I'm sorry. I think something (laughs) ran into my ear and I missed that. Could you please repeat that? Just because you are skilled at tarot reading, it does not mean you are psychic. Mm. That's not it. I felt something in my chest. (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know, it's it's not only tarot that I see that with. I see it with um, hydromancy, pyromancy. I, I see it, you know, it's other mancies, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you're staring at smoke, you're probably going to see your face. Like, you mm-hmm. can see it, you know, like that's, it's not being psychic. 
Yeah, plan my uh, funeral because I think I hear Bob Lynch <laughs> outside. <laughs> yes, I have a question for you too. I want to hear your opinions. I think I know, but I have a question. To moi? For both of you, if you'd uh-huh. like to answer, but definitely, do y'all feel when you're doing your divination um, that you use your intuition and your psychic abilities? Because for me, when I read cards, and this is something I've established fairly recently, when I read cards, it's straight up card reading. It's divination. Does it run parallel intuition? Yes. Mm-hmm. But am I like, because I do mediumship and I do psychic abilities. When I do those things, I operate completely differently and I separate the two. But I see a lot of um, people who are like, mm, the ancestors are saying or this, that, and the third. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. The spirits say it. The spirits. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I'm not listening to spirits. I'm looking yes. at the cards. Like, how do you feel about that? So I will say this in regards to that specifically. And I have mentioned this before. Yeah. <laughs> a psychic, a medium, a prophet, a person that dreams true, a true dreamer, if you will, um, has the choice to divine. Mm-hmm. They don't need mm-hmm. to if they have been cultivated and grew up in a space where they they learn these things, but they can divine. But a diviner who has no gifts and abilities cannot choose to be a seer. So a seer can choose to divine, but a diviner does not need to necessarily, um, get, well, a diviner cannot choose to see. With that being said, a skilled diviner will know 300 times more things than a natural seer, more than likely because in regards to, specific to that that divination system, specifically because they are solely divining. Mm -hmm. You know, it is only about that method. But then when you start getting into seership, like me, for example, I know Mm -hmm. for a fact, like my first innate gift is talking to the dead. Mm-hmm. number one. Right. So the thing about that is, is I can put cards down, but if the dead starts speaking to me, I just slide the cards off to the side. Right. That's a because, different thing. <laughs> yes, because, it, because it's like, okay, they have something to say. And that's what I tell people. And I say it, I don't like doing cards mm-hmm. because the dead speak to me frequently and most of the time. And so when I'm pulling cards, the cards can be conveying something Maybe similar, but it is said differently because this is a system and it may or may not be a system that I created or from my people. So it is saying something different and that can get very confusing or conflicting. Um, I do feel that a lot of people use, oh, well, I'm an intuitive tarot reader. I'm an intuitive <laughs> psychic. Um, light worker. Yeah, well, look, whatever. Intuitive, empathic light worker. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so the it's thing like, what do you do again? <laughs> so a lot of people use, use this, I'm intuitive as I am a gifted reader. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is not your stamp of approval. But again, intuition is something... Um, if you really want to talk about it, isn't really like something to brag about because most people are intuitive to some capacity. Right. Again, whether you call it intuition or the spirit of discernment, it's quite the same. And so mm-hmm. to to have that gut feeling, that visceral feeling is is 
is natural. Um, so, so, but, but then it's like people will pull these cards and I'm like, oh yes, um, I, I pulled the chariot and I, and I, I feel that, I, I feel that this is, um, your, 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 that you're about to be triumphant in this thing. No, you're just reading the card, my dear. It has nothing to do with your feelings. But your you, transmission about to go out. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what are you talking? Like, it's it's interesting. But, um, Fadini, what are your feelings and thoughts on that? Yes, tell us. Um, so I, I will first speak from, you know when I divine, when I'm doing my tarot readings at Conjure South, which is an amazing uh, Conjure parlor, by the way, everybody. Um, so when I do, when I do my tarot readings for my um, customers, I do uh, read my cards, but I also look at their facial expressions. I look at how their, you know, their body language, how they're positioned, you know, are you fidgeting? Are you sitting still? Um, facial expressions also tell a lot, right? Um, and so when I, when I get my clients and they sit down, I do read the cards, but I also speak with them, you know, and they, cause a lot of them have questions, right? So when you get a card, mm -hmm. for instance, it'll say, oh, gradual progress. And I can simply say, oh, wait, girl, you know, you're going to do good in school. Just keep studying and do your homework. You you going to get it. But, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like it's mm -hmm. more than that, like the gradual card. So when it comes to me, um, you know, divining for my clients, I literally I feel but I can also hear as well, like a uh, past mm -hmm. um, uh, older lady that came in um, Saturday with her um, guy friend. Um she sat down after she heard me, you know, reading for him. And she was like, well, how did you know he had stomach issues? And I literally, like my stomach was literally hurting while he was sitting with me. Right. And so when I did, you know, her reading, um, I heard son, son. And I said, well, what's going on with your son? And she said, well, we're not speaking right now. He has my grandbaby and his, you know, his wife is da, 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 da. So with me is, it's, it's to me, it's always more than just the image on the card. Like you said, it goes beyond that. So I, I think it's the collective right. thing. I, I will say this, and then we're going to go into our client reading of the evening to, to, to um, round this up, because I did not speak to strengthening your psychic abilities. And mm -hmm. one way that I do see, or that I do feel, especially if you do not grow up in a space where your psychic abilities, whether it's medium or um, right. actual psychic or prophets or dreaming true and all of these things, if you didn't grow up in a space that cultivated this, mm -hmm. I actually do recommend to, strength, to strengthen that spiritual muscle because it is a spiritual muscle. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand the more you work with that muscle, work in that space, work in that gift, mm -hmm. th that is really where you are going to strengthen it. So the two things to strengthen your spiritual gifts are one, trust what you see, 
trust what you hear, trust what you feel. You do not have good judgment. It's not bypassing your good judgment. My love, when you have a spiritual ability, a psychic spiritual ability, it is your divine judgment. Mm -hmm. So do not go against your divine judgment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tambourine. Okay. (laughs) So that is very important. Yes. Very important not to do that. So that's number one. The next thing is... um, you may, especially again, if you did not grow up in a space of this, of this culture and nature, you actually need to grab a divination system. Why? Because you may not understand what you're seeing on a regular right. basis. But if you learn a divination system that has symbols, that have meanings that you can't remember, you will begin mm-hmm. to have visions about these cards, or you will see a vision that is actually pretty much acting out a card and you will be able to then clock in and tap into that and go, okay, I know this card. I know this scene again, Mm -hmm. trusting what you're seeing. So having a divination system does open the door or allows you to have a language or language um, for your, your actual spiritual abilities. That's what I would say to that. And I'm just going to leave it at that for now. I think that's really, really good. Um, the next, um, topic is going to be pretty, pretty, um, heavy going on the, 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 um, going into the space of mentorship, Mm-hmm. teachers and instructors Absolutely. Um, and I think that's very important especially when we are talking about the space of well, how do I learn a divination system or method and all of those things so um, at this time we are going to go right into our client reading Merci de voir à côté. Thank you for listening to the Country South Spellcast Podcast. The Country South Spellcast Podcast is brought to you by the Country South Conjure Parlor and Apothecary, located at 10 South Conception Street, Mobile, Alabama, where you will find me, your host, Queen Cotalia, and La Madame de Conjure South, providing you with traditional spiritual healing services. Be sure to check us out at www.conjuresouth.com or follow us on Instagram at Conjure underscore South. Maintenant, nous avons the free reading and spiritual work of the day. Our client reading today comes in with Madame Didi, and she has a question she wants to know. Will she have a grandchild this year? Okay. Will she have a grandchild this year? So what we'll do is have Madam Aphrodite, you'll start and you will read for her and tell us what you see. Then I'm the urban alchemist. You will tell her what you see. And then I will maybe give a little bit of something if it does come to pass or she wants it to come to pass. All right. Let's bring Madam Didi in. Bonjour, Madam Didi. Are you there? Oh, well, I, well she, she's here, um, although her mic isn't on and working, but we will continue to go. Madam Aphrodite, so could you please answer? And I will re, um, reiterate the question. Madam Didi would like to know if she will have a grandchild this year. What do you see, Madam Aphrodite? Pulling three of these cards, 
Um, the first one I have is disguise. Then you have optimism and you have measurement. Now, uh, with the card of disguise, I'm getting a bit of um, doubt. I'm also seeing um, overbearing nature as well. Um, so this brings to the space that your want may not be your child's want at the at this particular point. Um, it also says that there needs to have uh, more clear communication as to things, I guess, like headbutting. Um, and that leads back to the overbearing topic. Uh, the optimism, it does say that there will be, um, that there will be a child because um, you have the measurement after that. And the measurement uh, goes with growth. Um, you measurement, you know, you have ounces, liters and gallons and things of that nature. So after the optimism card, you have a measurement card. So that speaks of something growing. So I, I absolutely see a baby coming into the picture. They're cool. They're cool. And Urban Alchemist, what do you have? And also, Madam Aphrodite, what um, card set were you using? Oh, I apologize. I'm using the Black Doves of Africa card set. Deco. I'm not sure of the artist, but it's the Black Doves of Africa. Deco, wonderful. And Urban Alchemist, what do you have? Okay, I'd like to start by saying, um, speaking of divination and skills and abilities, this is a question I would normally use my Hoodoo Omen playing cards for because it's a yes, no type of thing. But tarot lends extra information. So I'm going to defer to Afro Aphrodite. As far as what tarot is indicating, the jury is out. It's up in the air. What I will tell you is it's very important to observe things and not, because literally the card is justice. So I'll give you all that. So um, it could be one thing. It could be the other. There's an imbalance. And you literally need to observe details and see and come to a conclusion independent of whatever influences are going on around you. Some people want a baby, some don't. And it's like, no, you need to really separate yourself and then just observe because people are so quick to feel one way or another about it. And there is distorting their perception of what's going on. Now, I must also say Libra is very prominent in this reading because I pulled two other cards as well. So Pay attention to the end of October, no, the end of September and the beginning of October for confirmation. And it's heavily present in the reading. So pay attention to that time period, specifically September, excuse me, October 1st through 10th. October 1st through 10th is when you will get a strong answer and some underlying conditions are there's a lot of healing going on. There was some past chaos or trauma and it's just getting to a point now where there's, there's not the sting, you know, whenever you get a cut, there's a period of pain and then eventually that pain will resolve itself and you will have a scar, but there won't be the sting. You're just getting to a point now where the past turmoil is subsiding and you can even really focus on the conditions necessary to have a child, bring a child in this world. The other thing is some discord in the relationship, the two people coming together to have the child, and it's reemphasizing past trauma. So I would encourage these individuals, your um, children, 
to work on resolving the issues that were um, taken away from healthy conditions leading to having a grandchild. Before you even think about if we having one or not, you need to continue resolving those issues so they can come in, in the best po possible circumstances. Wonderful, merci beaucoup, super. Um, in this particular space, um, I would just say to to you, um, if you are derrière, derrière um, tu as besoin de de pommes de pain ou de grenouilles et um, working with the spirits of cats frogs and pine would be really great spirits to work with in the space of fertility. Um, you can easily go get a cat and you can speak to this cat, even if it's a, um, an old alley cat, all right? You get an old alley cat, now you know they like to tussle, so you gotta be careful with those. But <laughs> you can go to a little alley cat, you can get a little alley cat, a kitten, and you actually um, place the kitten or the cat onto your belly and you tell the cat that you want a baby. You take this cat to the crossroads and you let it go. The cat, if so choose, will bring you back a baby. So if the cat returns to your home, by that time you would have been pregnant or if the cat returns, it is a sign that you will be pregnant or your daughter or whomever, okay? And so that's a very little easy traditional thing that we would have done surrounding um, bringing a baby to um, your home. And so you can honestly summon the child. Um, so yeah, that's what I would also ask you to do. And another thing that you can do if your daughter wants to um, go into the space, you can make her what is called angel wine. And this is where you actually take a little bit of angelica root and you place it in red wine and you call the baby's name into the wine and she'll drink a little bit of this wine day by day by day until the baby comes. And normally it'll happen probably within a month or two. Um, but again, you have to take into account the, um, you have to take into account the, um, the, the readings, the divination, because they provide that, yes, the jury is out. Yes, this absolutely can happen, but there's some other things that need to happen first. And so you don't want to jump the gun because if you jump the gun, she may get pregnant, but she may not keep it. So you don't want that to be an issue. So make sure that the necessary things are um, are done and, and are absolutely solid um, before going to the kitten or having your angel wine. So I thank you so very much for joining us today. Queen, it was quite a pleasure. We can I throw, can I throw in my last, I always have in another things to add. So Libra is prominent, but cancer is there as well. So pay attention if they're either signs. And also if there's any paperwork involving having a child, bringing a child into the world or whatever, make sure that you stay on top of that, like submit information by the deadlines. And also pay attention to any baby baby cameras. You know, they have the cameras that go over the crib. Pay attention if anybody's gifting that, you win that, they surface, because that would be a really good indication. Super, super. Merci beaucoup. I do thank you so very much, um, Urban Alchemist, for that. And Madame Didi, I hope that this provided you with the information that you wanted to know. And I look forward to hearing back. So please let us know. Um, back in October and in October, 
what's coming about, if you've had any confirmations and any of those things, or if you decide to speak to a kitten and it comes back up to your home. So again, merci beaucoup. You have a wonderful day. I be on to absolutely merci, merci. All right, my loves, um, I thank you so very much um, for joining today. I do want to just end this um, end this podcast this evening, just letting people know, I would love for you, and again, the next, next week's um, topic is going to be on spiritual mentors, teachers, instructors, academies, and institutes, and all of these things. Um, because sometimes you need some form of not validation, but confirmation on your gifts or abilities, or you do need some type of hand or guidance to your skill set. But until that happens, and, and whenever that happens, or I will say until that happens, again, trust what you see trust what you hear, trust what you know. Most of all, be truthful about what you have and what you don't have. Because if you are testifying about the gifts you don't have, you absolutely won't be able to strengthen them. And so you're literally are, um, hurting yourself. You, 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 you are, you are living in a fantasy that will not provide real um, real results because it's, it's not true. So be truthful with yourself. And that may be, I don't have this ability, but I can grow or build or develop this skill set. Right. And again, that's a beautiful thing. This does not mean, and let me make this part clear as well. Just because you may not have the gift of psychic ability does not mean that you do not have the ability to conjure. Because you have the ability to conjure does not mean that you have the psychic that you have psychic ability. But what I am saying is, regardless of those things, you should still educate yourself on all of it. Regardless, educate yourself, educate yourself, educate yourself, and that is the probably the most powerful thing that I can tell you this evening. Again, I thank you so so very much to my amazing co-host, the Urban Alchemist, and Madame Aphrodite. Everyone, yes. just sweet Cotalia Benson, Mona Medusa, La Bonarena Do. I am Queen Cotalia. Thank you so much for joining us here for our second episode of Spellcast Podcast. Until next time, I be on to busy busy. Bye bye. Bye.